Hello and welcome back to Chloe and Jake's Identity Crisis. Hi. Um, how, how are you, Chloe, aside from um, meekly saying hello at the start of the show? <laughs> um, I'm very tired. Um, I've had a hectic couple of weeks because it's been everyone's birthday because as we've discussed, everyone I know and love in my life is a Gemini. Yay for me. Fantastic. And the, because we're having birthdays, we thought the best thing to talk about, aside from people actually having a birthday, is party. Party! Woo! I haven't been to one since about 2019. Um, not like a, like, a, <laughs> like a big gathering. I've had birthdays, but, you know, the pandemic made, yeah. made things challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, you just went to one. I did. So, perfect dynamic for an episode. Yeah. Um, how was the party, first and foremost? Um... I went alone and there was, it was like a friend who, we've been friends since primary school, so we don't like share the same friends anymore. <laughs> like we're, it's not like we're 12 and having a party anymore. Um, so it was a little bit uncomfortable and I didn't know anyone, but I put myself out there and I did the damn thing and I'm proud of myself for doing that. Hell yeah, it's a big thing to do when... As you say, like we, we discussed this in the last episode, the whole thing of like trying to get friends when you're an adult and it's really it's hard. bloody hard for <laughs> a lot of work. So, yeah, can totally see how hard that would have been. Um, you were telling me off air before we started that you were the popular one there. You were the, you were the party animal. I am um, always. And Chloe, I did not expect you to come out of your shell that way. So, um, first and foremost... I mean, I'm proud, but I'm I'm a bit sceptical as to <laughs> I'm just how lying. you actually achieved that. <laughs> um, I don't really know. Lots of therapy, as we've all discussed constantly. <laughs> um, but realistically, genuinely lots of therapy because my therapist is always like, come on, Chloe, you got to get out there. If you don't have two more friends by the time I see you next, I swear to God. <laughs> um, because I just don't. I don't talk to people. I don't want to talk to people. But I do it because it's good for me to do, even if it's scary. Amazing. Um, <laughs> just, I love the idea of you going into you see a therapist and the first thing they do, they sit down, whip out a notepad and say, <laughs> so how many friends did you make on how the weekend? How many friends did you make? Since we last spoke, how many friends did you make? Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's a lot of pressure though. It's a little bit of pressure, but that's also therapy <laughs> where I'm True. learning to not put as much pressure on myself and I don't need to make friends. And if I stand there lonely, I stand there lonely, but it's more about the appearance of, I don't want to be the person who's standing in the corner miserable on my best friend's birthday. Gotcha. You know, like I'm just going to try because I also don't want her to have to babysit me. Like I've been a person at a party who's had to babysit someone and I'm just like, that's not cute or fun. God, no. So like just live your life. Be an adult. Talk to people. It's scary. It's hard, but we all have to do it. But it's also the thing too when you don't drink is that you more likely end up in that situation where you're babysitting someone at the party. Yeah. And... I've been there multiple times mm. and it's never fun. It's never a, yeah, never a nice thing to have to <laughs> to go no. through when you're just like, yeah, I'll just spend the whole night holding someone by the back of their head <laughs> to make sure that they actually make the bucket. You that know, it's, is, not, it's not fun. That's true. That's what I was doing basically the entire time because I don't drink as we've discussed and I also refuse to take care of people mm. because I don't drink and I say you've made your bed late <laughs> I don't care what you do with your life but it was my best friend that's best friend forever and ever and ever and ever since we were like five so I was very terrified for her that she was gonna die and so I was absolutely taking care of her I'm always Dezo I wanted her to like be 
safe and not be dead because I didn't trust any of her friends to do that for her. Um, again, we come back to pressure though. Like yeah, that's a lot it, to go yeah. into a party and sit there going, yeah, I just want to make sure that you don't die here. Yeah, it is. That maybe, yeah, I was feeling a little bit of pressure because I also like they got to a point of the night where all the people that I had been speaking to previously or dancing with or whatever had left and it was just like some people who kind of didn't know me and didn't want to talk to me because they were all like it was at the end of the night so everyone's like hammered sure and so I was just kind of sitting there alone and I was like oh I don't want to drive like I don't want to go home without my best friend and if she doesn't want to leave I'm not gonna go without her but also I want to go home (laughs) and I'm tired and I can't be bothered with these people anymore but you do what you have to do you know like I wanted to make sure she got home safe and if I have to drive her home, I have to drive her home. You know what I mean? So no dramas though at the end of that? No. Oh, there was one drama. There was a – we should talk about this actually, that people in relationships are dumb and I'm one of them <laughs> and so are you. But like – This is going to be entirely unbiased, isn't it? Yeah, this well, be great. Well, yeah. But there's like – there was a girl at the party who she was one of the most lovely people I've ever met in my life and her boyfriend was the – biggest piece of shit ever and I was like baby like he was being so mean to her and she was crying and she was like I don't want to make this about me she literally left because she was like I don't want to make your birthday about me I'm so sorry and but like he was being such an asshole and I was just like or you could just relax for two seconds wow because he didn't get let in to the place because he's a boy and so he didn't get let in right and then so it's a w- women's only space well no 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 no. it was just like bouncers wanted the ratio to be good and the ratio was about to not look wow. good <laughs> okay it was it yeah. was rough it was not yeah, a good yeah. night not like barely any of the guys that were invited actually got let in which Ooh. was not great um but it was a whole drama because her boyfriend didn't get let in and he wanted to stay with his friends but she wanted to stay with her friends and so she was like she did that and then he got mad at her and they only have one key to their apartment and so she couldn't go home without him and they were both very drunk and I was like girl leave him leave him wow um, if you are listening slide into our DMs at Chloe Jake Pod <laughs> um, I'd love to yeah it's one of those things though where <laughs> or like I'm sitting here and like thinking he's like mm, trust issues there's a red mm-hmm. flag right there if yeah. you can't go with your let your partner go into a space that you're not there with them yeah not okay dude no but what was nice I think is that you're a, not necessarily you but her she was able to see that it's like yeah I'm I'm at risk of making this about me through yeah. no fault of her yeah. own um, and then going yeah this is actually about you and that reminds me of childhood parties mm-hmm. where Kids just have the ability to make things about themselves. Oh, absolutely. There was always, there was always drama. Absolutely. And and it was so funny we bring this up because I just happened to be clearing things out at home last night and going through an old USB, which included photos from a birthday party I had when I was turning 10. Um, This is my 10th birthday. Um, I had a sequence of birthday party. I never really had big parties as a kid. And then I did a couple. Um, And that's a whole other thing to unpack is why I've never had them. Mm -hmm. Um, But... Yeah, so, so I had a couple. I had one at a bowling alley that's no longer there. I have another at a play centre that then burnt down. So basically sending me to any venue in order to have a birthday is a really bad... Like a bad omen. Bad omen, yeah. yeah. Um, 
so if you're um, at Ace Carts in Sunshine and you're you're watching, be careful. Because um, <laughs> I went there a couple of years later. Um, and, yeah, and it, like and all the photos and all I can think of are two things. Firstly, like back rooms, absolutely. The aesthetic of the place is like the most cursed thing I ever like in retrospect <laughs> so it's so like total backroom stuff and if you don't know what I'm talking about Google backrooms you'll totally understand it's just that like nightmarish this place shouldn't exist <laughs> it's we're in some kind of dream really warp dream type of thing yeah. um, and the second thing that I learned from that is man I was terrible at all the games that we played um, to the point where I'm pretty certain certain people who were there, who I'm not necessarily friends with now, not because of this, but just because they were primary school friends and I moved schools and you drift apart, um, inadvertently would have made things about themselves. Yeah. And how you feel then as a 10-year-old being like, oh, yeah, cool, this is no longer about me and it's my birthday. Mm-hmm. And then I guess the, the inherent feeling then of guilt because you're like the person I am, I'm sort of like, well who am I to deny people to have fun and who am I to be selfish? But it is quite literally your birthday. I think if there's one day that you're allowed to be selfish, it's your birthday. That is exactly accurate. And I think like, I don't know, I never had a lot of parties when I was younger either because it was very giving very I'm insecure I don't have any friends even though I do but no one would come and and also like that's still that is still an issue for me like if I invite 20 people to my birthday I'm like well one person's gonna show up it's gonna be me in a nice dress and one other person and just like freaking out but but getting older is realizing that that's fun that exactly and getting older is realizing you can dress up for yourself yeah or for you and your partner Mm -hmm. or whatever like you can you don't have to have 20 friends there to make it legitimate that said if you want to have 20 people there go for it go for your life you know if you can have 100 people people. like people have friends people have more friends than we do (laughs) it's so funny because it's like I've the thing that I've struggled with and this comes back to making friends as an adult is the last workplace that I worked in was very I was the young person yeah so in terms of like building social relationships it was really difficult it was really small team Mm -hmm. really big organization but small team and everyone was 30 plus years older than me and that's lovely we we got on fine but it just means that you can't be like hey yeah let's go get drinks after work or let's go do something it's just different dynamic and that was a challenge Um, and I'm noticing it um, a little bit more in my new job because I'm working with younger people um, and then it's almost like there's a pressure there for me to be yeah let's let's get my stuff together and let's make these friendships and these relationships yeah and it's like you've been there barely three months relax it'll come with Chill, time yeah. you've, just, you've actually got to give it the time yeah I was exactly the same in my last job was all completely way older people and because I was doing a job that's like inherently not for young people (laughs) and so but it made it for me I was like well that's amazing because in the job I had before that I worked there forever and I had people my age and I didn't make any friends and no one liked me and I was like I want to die so I was like going into that job there was no pressure for me to have to make friends and that made me extremely happy and extremely do you know how that is extremely happy and extremely happy and then it was depressing because then I didn't have any friends at work so I've kind of just been in this continuous cycle because when I worked at Macca's we're all depressed young people and so we all were like clinging to each other for life and so that's why you make so many friends at Macca's and that's why most of my friends still to this day are the people I made like friends with at Macca's it's very interesting you say that because I've also found it's the hardest environment in which to make friends. No, I haven't worked at Macca's, but when everyone's depressed, 
I think what makes it in your case is you've actually got shared experience. Yeah, exactly. Whereas if you're coming in and everyone's on a completely different level yeah, um, but is very depressed mm-hmm. or otherwise struggling, it becomes really difficult. Yeah. And you, there, there becomes almost a race of like by nature of people being like, no, I'm more depressed than you. That is so and, uh, my, true. And my life's harder than you. Yeah. And that may be the case, but it's a really shit environment in which to make friends. Yeah, no, that was my entire high school experience. And even though I love my high school friends and we did have a lot of shared experiences, Valid. it gave very, oh, my mum said this to me today. And then, oh, no, but my mum said this to me today. It was like, it's it was too much for me. We were high school friends. <laughs> We've done this to each other. Yeah. But I like Moving. couldn't I couldn't like get myself into a good headspace at all. Like there was no oh, possibility know. of like being happy or healealthy because it was a competition. Like in that <gasps> Ginny and Georgia, not sponsored, the TV show. Have you watched it? No, I, for, for a second, I'm thinking, who are you name dropping? <laughs> no, okay, there's like a TV show and they have um like racial Olympics because one of them oh, was no. like half black, one was half Asian. And it was very cringy and it was not great, but it really is what high school is like. <laughs> What, where can we not watch this show? It's on Netflix. Okay. So, as per usual, <laughs> more garbage shite on Netflix. Um, yeah. Any other streaming platform that wants to sponsor us, um, Chloe Jake Pod on Instagram. Oh, Netflix party is a thing. That's very true. After I've just shat all over Netflix. <laughs> well, it is a thing. And we big quarantine energy when me and my friends wanted to like see each other. We would do video calls and be in Netflix party. So, we're all up to the same bit of the movie at the same time. And that was depressing. And I'm very glad that we don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> it's so funny, all the things that we did when we first started in, in COVID, in, in the pandemic. And as much as, yeah, okay, there's still a virus around. Everyone's getting quite sick. Yeah. Um, you know, having a terrible flu season, all, all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. I may not necessarily be happy with where we currently are. But what I know is really good is I don't have to pretend that I'm going to suddenly bake sourdough bread just because yeah. everyone else is yeah. as, as a way to stay healthy. Because the reality mm-hmm. is, A, I, I, I'm, I'm not bad at baking, yeah. but I've never baked a loaf of bread. <laughs> um, and the second thing is, dear listener, um, that is a terrible thing to do for six plus months of isolation. That is yeah. not an escape. That is, that's, an act, that's one activity mm-hmm. that is not going to get you through what was happening at the time. Yeah. You're not going to survive lockdown just because you've baked a loaf of bread once or you do it every day and it becomes your personality. Uh And that I found also really hard was I made lots of friends um, because of the stage of my life. I'd made friends during this period. I was in a relationship. I'm still in that relationship. I shouldn't speak in the past tense. (laughs) Um, And then made friends with people that my partner's friends with. Mm -hmm. Um, But we did so during COVID. So a lot of our friendships have been built up at a time where there hasn't been that face-to-face time spent together. And then that brings me back to parties because then we'd have a party. Um, And it just happens that a lot of us were born around December, which is tended to be summer or summer. So it tended to be less, fewer restrictions so you could actually have gatherings. Um, And it was like, oh God, I haven't even met these people really. And suddenly, it just became this huge anxiety thing. Yeah, I went. Course. I remember my first, I think it was my partner's maybe 20th, I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. And this is actually before COVID, so that this, is a, this doesn't fit the narrative, but go with me. Um, mm-hmm. It was a particular birthday. I'd met, I hadn't actually met these people yet. And I went in and it was like full on anxiety attack. Yeah. Because it's like, they don't know me. They don't like me. Why am I even here? 
And the reason I was there was number one, it was my partner. And number two, they did like me because they'd heard good things about me in the yeah. same way that you went to this party and the, the host had said all these great yeah. things about your childhood best friend, Chloe. Um, my partner had been talking me up for several months. And so they were all, they all were lovely and loved me, but I'm in this headspace going, oh yeah, this is terrible. Everyone hates me. Yeah, of course. It was um it was a time and then just COVID just extrapolated that too as well because you, you didn't have really much in the way of social interaction for no. a good 12 months at least in the first year. And so all of a sudden it's like, oh, God, I have to get back into this space. I, yeah. I have to learn how to actually have a party again. Yeah. And I think like all of like so many people for the past two years have not been able to have parties. So I think we're all collectively being like, okay, let's do this. Like I want to actually see people. I want to have fun. I want to dance around. I want to do this. And then there's other people who are like, I figured out that I'm a homebody and I don't want to go anywhere (laughs) or do anything, which I'm sure is you. (laughs) Well, it's it's funny you say that because that's not me. Um, But what I'm finding is it's a real struggle. So... Mm. What I'm learning is I'm quite a social animal and I knew this, but this really hit home. Once you're starved of something, it becomes quite obvious what yeah. you need. Um, I'm a very, I'm, I'm a social animal. Um, I care a lot about what other people think. I care about appeasing people. We're both people pleasers, which is a bad thing. Good mm-hmm. if you're doing a podcast, like, rate, subscribe. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm very much a people pleaser. So for instance, you get invited to a party. I didn't go to a party on Saturday. I could have. And you're like, hmm, I need to perform essentially because I'm playing yeah. a role yeah. and I don't know whether I've got the social batteries to do this in the moment, number one. So I, I, I thrive off, so, off social situations, but I also don't necessarily have the fuel in the tank. Yeah. Um, but number one, yeah, do I have the fuel in the tank? And then number two is a case of do I actually, uh, what character do I have to put on? Yeah. Um, and is that character right for this performance? Mm-hmm. Um, which is such a critical way of looking at it but it's entirely like it it feels realistic it feels like that is kind of what you do in these situations Mm -hmm. um and the only time i've really felt like i could be myself funnily enough was at my own birthday parties of which there were few that i really had yeah like i'd celebrate my birthday with my family every year but like you know an actual like party with people Um, (laughs) yeah which which is really interesting like my 18th was a shared um, birthday with my auntie because my, my auntie and I born on the same day. Oh my god, fun! Um, so it was like so it was great. It was like it was an eightieth, uh, eightieth. Jesus, oh my Christ. god, it was an eighteenth and a fiftieth. Yeah, so it was right. a lot of fun. Like so, we're, we're both kind of like, yeah, we don't really want to sell it. Like it was, yeah, yeah. It was not. It was really nice. Like as much as it, things like that are fraught with danger. It was really lovely. But I had my twenty first, and it was like, do I invite people? Do I? And the biggest barrier I've got is I'm born right at the end of December. Mm-hmm. So. And you, you'd be similar being yeah, yeah. in that people go away. It's really hard to expect people to turn up at the end of December just after Christmas yeah. and then come and celebrate you. You either have to have friends who really aren't into the festive season or like you, you just have to go, right, I know that I'm going to invite 100 people and 10 will turn up at most. Yeah. And just be comfortable with be, that. Like be okay, and yeah. accept the rejection. And note to my therapist if you are listening um <laughs> rejection gotta work on that yikes um i'm pretty okay with rejection be having been an actress and acting things and doing theater and whatever rejection's kind of the whole gig and so i don't mind it as much when it comes from you know certain people certain people i'm like you know what if you want to be around then you'll be around if you don't want to be around then you don't want to be around like i'll actually survive i'm quite literally a big girl the issue is that 
I am a deeply lonely person and I the rejection isn't the issue. The issue is that I will then not reach out ever. Mm. Like I'm okay with the rejection. It's just that I'm not going to continuously get rejected by the same person over and over again. Like you yeah. have to come to me. Yeah, and that uh, I've been in that space and it's taken me too long to go, I'm going to step back now. Yeah. And if you want to reach out and you want to be that person, go ahead. But I know that's not going to happen. So I'm yeah. going to step back and let that. And that's how you, that's how friendships tend to end. Yeah. I think most, just most get busy friendships. busy doing other stuff and then yeah. you stop reaching out because you just can't be bothered most of the time. Most friendships and most relationships just end. Yeah. There's ne- not necessarily a big breakup or big bust nah. up. It just ends. Not anymore. It's not like we're not in high school anymore where it was like super common for everyone to be just like screaming at each other constantly. Like now it's just like, oh, I had work that day. Oh, I just really didn't want to go. I can't be bothered. <laughs> but back to what you were saying before, yeah. right? About like playing a character. I became a girl who likes football on the weekend. No. I am not a person who likes no. football. I have super coach ironically. So. Hang on, hang on. You've got time out, time out, time out. How do you have super coach ironically? Well, I have super coach. It was like three o'clock in the morning and I was laying in bed with my boyfriend. I go, babe, I think I'm going to download super coach. He was like, I'm asleep. Leave me alone. And so I just went through all the lists of all the players and I went, what about this guy? What about this guy? <laughs> just over and over again until I had a team. So that was fun. Is it like for you, is it the same dopamine hit is like when you're using something like Tinder? Maybe, In yes. which you can like swipe through people and you're comparing stats. and Yeah. Like it's a well, very, I mean, it, you don't get the same, well, I mean, I'm not going to assume, <laughs> but you don't get the same romantic sexual feelings as you would use <laughs> Tinder. As far as I know. Super coach. I mean, that's where singles come to meet. Um <laughs> News but, Corp at, at Chloe Jake Pot. Uh, but, you, you know, it, I wonder whether it, like, it is something similar in that you're... Yeah. It was a terrible... Compa- like, I regret saying it like that. But you know what I mean, though. Yeah, and it's also like it's a way to connect with my boyfriend. Like, when he's on Supercoach, I'm like, check mine, check mine. Because I don't know anything and I don't know these players. I don't know who they are. I don't know what teams they play for. Are you beating him? Yes. One what? time. No. Okay. This is crazy. One time I almost came first, right? Wow. So out of the thousands, it's like something thousand people. That's a lot of people who have super coach yeah. and do it. I came seventh. No. But if I had done one thing, if my boyfriend had called me and said, loophole your captain, I would have come first. No. I would have won $1,000. And since no. then I'm like, I actually don't care because no. nothing will ever get better than that. No. That's the story for this episode. It's yeah. nothing to do with partying. It's that you came seventh in Supercoat. It's crazy. I'm so impressed. I know. I used to, because, um, you know, high school, um, male, uh, you had friends <laughs> who really, really <laughs> took it seriously um, and still do, mind you. Mm. Um, so every now and then I'd, I'd go, they'd go, I'll go and join up. So I'd join up and then would put together a team of, I would get like some really expensive players. Mm-hmm. And then I would get a team. The rest of the team would be like juniors who don't even get a game. Yeah, right. Just for the laughs. <laughs> um, and because to me at the time that was funny. And then what I realised I was essentially doing was giving them a free win that week. Yeah, Because right. you're in, in a league, you've got yeah. like the 1v1. And then realised that that's not fun. Letting other people win without putting in any effort isn't yeah. as fun as you think it is. So I stopped doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's also very interesting and telling of my relationship now and how in love I am. Because 
my ex was one of the friends of Jake's who took it very seriously and it made me want to die. I was like, I will never have Supercoach. Anytime he had Supercoach open on his phone, it was like, what are you looking at? Like, you know the meme where they're like laying in bed and she's like, he's probably thinking about other girls. (laughs) It was very (laughs) that. You find someone on their phone and yet you're expecting the worst. And they're just just going, "Mm, should I trade out? Should I trade out Bailey Smith because of the headbutt? I know about that. Do I'm a football the, person. Do you know about the cocaine scandal? I did. Fantastic. I love football now. That's actually a future podcast episode also. <laughs> Sports. Very close to self-incriminating uh, in this episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't wonder if I want to unpack that. No. Parties. Parties. So I I've, love them. I, I, I have one more thing. Mm-hmm. So footballers wear uniforms. Um, they wear jerseys, jerseys mm-hmm. with multiple colours on them. Yeah. One thing that I struggle with with parties are costume parties. And I love costume parties. I knew you'd say that. Um, the last costume party that I went to that I really connected with, I was, oh, six, seven years old, and I dressed up as a pirate. Bang now, up. Good idea. Your ex, who may be listening to this, <laughs> will know that what, exactly what I'm referring to because he was there. Um, so I'm ho- I hope you're listening because <laughs> this is going to be a mixed ride for you. Um <laughs> Costume party, why why do you love them so much though? I love them because one, I when I am getting ready for a night out on the town for a party, it is filled with body dysmorphia and anxiety and I hate everything I wear. At the very least, if I have I'm going to a costume party or I'm having a costume party, it's been set up and it's been ready to go for like weeks and I know that it looks good on me and I'm not gonna be stressed about it. And also it's just I was going to have a costume party this year and I was very, very upset that it didn't get to go ahead because of coronavirus. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because I kept thinking, I was like, didn't you invite me to something? And I'm like, did. did I not go to that? No, it just didn't happen. That's right. And it was because also TikTok is fraught with like costume party ideas. Uh, and there's course, that trend yeah. where they go to the camera and they go, I think Mary Poppins is going to get the most drunk tonight. Like they <laughs> obviously don't have TikTok. No, no, no. I've seen, I, oh, I've okay. just realised I've actually seen a couple of these. Yeah. And I hate them. It was just- Oh, I like them. Even though I don't drink or whatever, so it doesn't even matter. I would never be picked for the drunkest. But I want to dress up in a nice costume and have fun with my friends and just be stupid and dumb. Like my idea was you had to dress up as someone who has the same star sign as you. So like a celebrity. And I was going to do Dolly Parton and I was going to look so nice. Hayley now Williams sad. is mine. Hayley Williams because we, we share so a birthday. Good. She's also December 27th. I'm doxing myself so live on the show. Um, yeah. That that would have been good, actually. As much as you know, we've, we've, we've done the astrology thing on this podcast. We'll do it again at some <laughs> we'll point. We'll do it again. Um, no, but I like that. I like that as a it's, theme. Yeah. I like the... Um, I, the one that I got invited to that I didn't end up going to was um, dress up as Joker or Harley Quinn. Oh yeah, and I also I w- didn't go to that. And I, I was get invited. <laughs> yeah, I, I was gonna do. I was gonna go as Harley Quinn. Obviously, and then realise that if you can see on the the video version of this, don't have the body for it. And also, gender's not a joke. <laughs> well, yeah, I know, and that's the thing. It's like doing it because it's like ironic and funny and kind of like yeah, but but it's like it's not like actually doing the dressing up as someone of a different gender isn't yeah. the joke. It's just like, that yeah. person's hot. I want to dress like them. Yeah. For my birthday, my boyfriend wanted to do Megan the Stallion without the blackface, okay? But I was like, I'm only letting you do it if you go, if I 
put you in full drag. Like I'm not oh, going to yeah, have yeah, you yeah. let it be a joke. Like it's not funny. It's Megan the Stallion is serious business. Yeah, it's not. Uh, look, I'm a woman. It's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I definitely agree. It's wow. Look at my boobs. <laughs> ba- yeah, basically. Um, yeah, we got a very flat chest, which isn't going to work. <laughs> it's just not um, <laughs> there, are, but also, if you actually think, like, I was going to go deep into the comic lore about how people have been perceived over mm-hmm. time in the comic books different to the films etc yeah. but um i just realized i want to have friends by the end of this so <laughs> i'm not going to do that um yeah it's just a whole other level of anxiety though when you go into that preparation because it's like oh now i know everyone's going to expect a certain standard and unfortunately when i get invited to certain parties and this is a compl- i mean this is a compliment but i have people with very high standards because uh-huh. people who love the themes that they're coming up yeah. with, um, as as you would, yeah. If you're doing your like, if you end up doing that as a, as another party again, um, the as, you know, dress up as someone who shares your star sign, you're going to have a really high yeah. standard, and I would be going to that terrified that I'm not going to meet it. Well, it's not even that. It's just like. If I can tell that you haven't put any effort in, I don't care then. Like, why? Oh, yeah, yeah, Sorry. It's not like you're going to be outwardly judgy, but it's just just inherently I'm going to be like, oh, I don't know whether I'm up to the standard that Chloe expects. No, you are. Everyone is. Like, my main issue was that I knew that there were guys coming who would just put on a t-shirt and call it a day and be like oh I'm I'm James Dean I don't know you know <laughs> like I knew there was going to be people who did that you were supposed and to say I- James Dean with t-shirts Jesus <laughs> I was going to say that's a terrible example I was thinking like maybe like <laughs> Seth Rogen or something I don't know like it's just people who look like normal people yeah no I know what you and mean. it's like yeah. well that's just not fun have fun like you're allowed to have fun it's okay no one's going to judge you for having fun take away for this episode have fun have fun be don't safe. be like just do what you want to do and have fun and don't drag other people down this is my takeaway I'm like being so dramatic but what I'm thinking is I don't like going to parties and people being like just miserable like if it's not your vibe pretend pretend it's your vibe or don't don't go go or find something about it that you like and stick to that that's fine don't just sit in the corner you're annoying and no one likes you yeah and that's the thing where I've always found the struggle is as a non-drinker is like because you can eat, you can mask it, eat more yeah. easily if you drink, um, which is not necessarily a good thing. But it's that's just what it's happens. It's just easier, right? yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, if I'm not feeling it, I'm not going to go, or I'm going to leave early. Exactly. Um, it's the it's finding the way to do that without bumming everyone else out. Yeah, though. exactly. And historically, I've been terrible at it. <laughs> I owe lots of people many apologies from when yeah, I was like seventeen, this is eighteen. Our formal apology. This is a formal apology to so many people. Um, who quite rightly don't talk to me anymore. Very <laughs> fair enough. Um, yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, just have fun. And I, fun. I I probably am going to have one. I'm I'm definitely going to have one in February next year because it's, an, it's a work-related anniversary. I'll explain more off air. Um, so I have a feeling that I may end up doing something for my you know, sweet 23rd. Sweet, but, sweet 23rd. Which is not I think thing. it's going to be fun. 23 sounds so. fun. 22 has been all right. Yeah, I know people have had a shocking year this year, but it's all right. I'm living. Yeah, I'm alive. I think I'm more spiritually connected this year than I ever have been before. And so I feel good about, like, even when bad things happen, I just, like, move on with my life instead of being like, wah, wah, wah. Fantastic. Thanks for the baby noises. I needed it. (laughs) I think we're petering out. Yeah. So I think nothing left to say. Nothing left to say. Um, if you want to invite us to a party at Chloe Jake Pod, 
Um, Jake we'll, won't come. I will. <laughs> oh, I might. Depends on depends on if it, there's a theme and it, like it just depends, depends on Sli- the day. Slide into our DMs. We can negotiate. We're at Chloe Jake Pod. Um, if you like this episode, please leave us a comment and a review on Apple please. Podcasts on Google Podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. Um, and we will see you next time for another edition of Chloe and Jake's Identity Crisis. Bye. Bye.